0: Talk about the word enough because I think the word enough is actually quite powerful. It makes you kind of think about yourself and what you have and who you are. And you know, I think about accomplishments and just people are obsessed with like success, their own success, success of others, achievements, recognition, and. It can make you think about, like, are you enough? Have you accomplished enough? Are you successful enough? Have you achieved enough? Do you have enough recognition? You know, there's some people when you go into their office, they have all these, you know, these accomplishments with their name on it on the wall or degrees with their name on it on the wall. And, you know, you see this in doctor's offices, or you see this in, you know, certain um, just business offices where they have their degrees hanging up on the wall. And you can kind of scan the wall and look at all these colleges that these people went to and all the degrees that they have. And just visually, you can quickly gather like who these people are and where they went and all their achievements. And it's... You know, it's something to be proud of. But when is it enough? I mean, I've gone to college for many years. I have several degrees. I've worked for million-dollar companies, multi-million-dollar corporations, and billion-dollar corporations. And, you know, I've had many different titles over the years. I've had many different types of jobs. I've designed for many different brands. And the question, you know, I used to ask myself is, when is it enough? When have I accomplished enough? When have I done enough? Because the reason I ask that is when you feel like you've, when you haven't done enough, and that's like an aching feeling inside of you that you're never quite, you haven't done enough or you haven't accomplished enough and you keep striving or it can be even on a different note it can be I'm never thin enough or I'm never you know it can be anything I'm never pretty enough I'm never you know it's just never it's just never enough well that can make you feel like you're just not enough as a person and it can result in a decreased sense of self. And it can, it can cause you... That type of thinking can end up with you feeling depressed. And if it progresses, it, it can make you resent yourself as well as others. It can stir up emotions like envy. You know, you start... You know, if you haven't accomplished certain things and other people have it can make you envious of the other the other people. And that's not necessarily healthy. And then you enter a hell that you've created mentally. Because you feel like you're not enough. But what if you are enough? What if you're perfect? And and that's the thing what what are we measuring ourselves against? You know, what's the yardstick? Because there's always going to be someone that has more education, that is taller, more beautiful, you know, has, there's always going to be that one person that is just one level better than us, always. But that should be okay. We should be okay with ourselves. We should have enough love and compassion and strength inside of ourselves, so that we're okay with who we are. But a lot of people aren't. And that's where the conflict is. You know, that's why the fashion industry is so successful. And that's why fashion magazines sell. And that's why Vogue is still on the map after so many decades because they're really selling and they're catering to women's insecurities you're never enough you're not enough you're not pretty enough you're not thin enough and that's why you need to buy this product you know you need to buy this skirt because it will make you look thinner you know that's why the fashion industry and the cosmetic industry is so successful that's why it's a billion dollar industry I mean, you look at Kylie Jenner, you know, she was a teenager when she had lip injections and she launched this, you know, lipstick line. And if you buy this lipstick line, you're going to look like lipstick collection. You're going to look like her, but her lips never looked like the lip injections. So you're buying this lipstick thinking you're going to have these beautiful lips. But her lips are injected with saline. So it's an illusion. You, your lips are never going to look like her lips. And just like the fashion models that are in fashion magazines, you're never going to look like them. They're five foot ten, and they, they're size 2. And they probably weigh 105 pounds. You know, that's anatomically, you know, that's not a normal average woman. An average sized woman is 5'6", 5'7", probably 140, 150 pounds. That's your average woman. And I worked in the cosmetic industry. And I, I will explain to you that, you know, I worked for a billion dollar brand. I was the art director. I art directed all the photo shoots. And we worked with beautiful African-American women. We worked with beautiful Asian women. We worked with beautiful Caucasian women. And I always made sure that we had a mix of diversity in our photo shoots. But the thing that I learned when I started working for this corporation is they photoshopped every single pore off of the woman's face so by the time you know she was done being photoshopped she almost looked like her skin was like a mannequin there was no there were no pores there were no blemishes and we would spend $250,000 on just retouching these women and I never understood that I never agreed with it and this is the other thing that I I want to talk about the African American women with their curly hair which I always loved I thought it was natural you know we were forced to put a wig on them and I thought they were more beautiful less retouched with their normal hair I mean they look beautiful either way but you know I I liked I tend to go with the more natural look I like highlights I'm all for you know cosmetics I don't get me wrong but when you completely change the look of a person that's when you're kind of crossing the line and that's when it, it kind of raises questions in my mind like if you're not feeling like you're enough, you're going to go out and get all this work done. And I see this with women where they get so much work done that by the time they're done, they don't even look like the same person. And that's because inside, internally, they don't feel like they're enough. So externally, they're, they're overcompensating. I'm fine with some Botox. I'm not talking about that. And I'm fine with some lip injections. I'm talking about when women keep going and going and going. And I'm talking about the women that overspend and their compulsive shopper, shoppers because they always feel like they have to have, you know, all of these super expensive fashion accessories because they can't just be who they are. You know, I'm always impressed by the woman that can wear flip flops and old jeans and a white T-shirt and walk around and feel beautiful. You know, it's it's the woman that I, raises my eyebrows. You know, makes me question her when she's all decked out in all these brands, head to toe brands. You see this on like the Beverly Hillbillies, or Beverly. <laughs> that was a Freudian slip the Housewives of Beverly Hills, um, you know, where every single show they're like head to toe decked out and they have multiple brands on at the same time. You know, she'll be wearing a Gucci tracksuit, wearing, you know, carrying an Hermes handbag. It's like brands, but they're like a walking billboard, but it's ridiculous. And that's, Obvious that there's something going on internally, that they're, they're, there's a decreased sense of self, there's depression because they're they're overcompensating with all this stuff. And they've entered this hell that they've created. You know, and this is something too that I've learned. You know, you are not what you do, you know. And that sounds really simple, but, you know, we have to learn to detach ourselves from our accomplishments, especially our failures. If we fail at something, that does not mean that we're a failure. You know, when you look at a lot of the billionaires, the very successful billionaires, they have failed many, many, many times in order to have one or two very successful businesses, so if you fail, you're supposed to fail. That's part of the learning process. But some people, when they fail, they take it really hard. They, they take it to heart. And again, if you fail, that doesn't mean that you're a failure. I think that you're a failure when you give up. That's when you're a failure. If you fail and you get back up and you're like, you know what, I made a mistake, this bombed, or I got fired from my job, or things didn't work out, but you get up and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go back in there and I'm going to keep going. I'm going to try again. I made a mistake and you own it. But you have to learn to detach yourself from these failures and these all these accomplishments and all these actions and behaviors. Detach a little bit. Being humble. Will get you a lot farther than being arrogant. I'll say that again. Being humble will get you a lot farther than being arrogant. You know, stop judging yourself based on the external, the way that you look. You know, we've all put on a few COVID pounds. Who cares? Stop judging yourself. You know, we'll all lose those extra COVID pounds. We're all we've all suffered for the past year and a half. It's we've all gone through a lot. It's been very very difficult. Stop judging yourself. So you got a little bit of cellulite. So what? So your face is a little chunky. So what? We will get through this. Don't judge yourself so harshly. You need to find the good parts. Find the happy parts. Find the good parts. Focus on that. Don't criticize yourself. That's not healthy. Don't cut yourself down. And definitely don't let other people cut you down. You need to stop them when they do that. Learn to detach from your actions and allow your mind to find the happy parts. you know your friends or your boss or whoever to degrade you and don't degrade other people you know that's a really negative pattern to get into you know it's called degrading the object where people will sit friends will sit and they'll just start gossiping and backstabbing and oh my god did you hear about so-and-so And they just start ripping on the person. That's called degrading the object. And that's what a narcissist does. They put down other people to make them feel better. So if you find yourself doing that, then that means that you're suffering from low self-esteem. Don't get into that pattern of putting other people down behind their back. Because you look like the person with low self-esteem that's not a good pattern to get into, especially if what you're saying behind their back gets back to that person, then you got an even bigger problem. You know, gossiping comes from the the adolescent stage. And I think that when you're an adult, you don't need to regress back to an adolescent. You don't want to regress to like the age of 13 because that's what adolescents do. They, they they chatter, they gossip. They're just learning, you know. They're becoming friends. They're part of a friend circle. But when you become less attached to outcomes, and you learn that it's okay to fail, you become freer. You become happier. You become more open to to opportunities. Now you have to believe in yourself. Focus on the positive things. Focus on the parts of yourself that are beautiful. You know, we, we, tend, we tend as a society to focus on the negatives. We, we tend to criticize. You can have a thousand things that are perfect and great, but there's that one little tiny thing that, that's a flaw. And that's what people will focus on. But instead, focus on, look, we got a thousand beautiful things. You know, don't always focus on the rotten apple, because in a bunch of apples, the other apples are fine. It's easier said than done, but it's worth it. You're not what you do all these actions, accomplishments, and failures. It's not, it's a part of you, but it's not the whole you. You know, there's so much more, more interesting parts to ourself than just our job. We focus so much on our job as our identity. You know, I, I like to talk about books or movies or what, what's your favorite color and Why? Why is that your favorite color? I think that's so much more interesting. Artwork. Going to galleries. There's so many more interesting things to talk about. That's what we should be focusing on.